This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our other shows like Westworld FM, Gone to Texas, and Horror Movie Yearbook. If you're a fan of Westworld, Preacher, or horror movies in general, chances are you'll dig one of those podcasts. So go to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com for more information. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian hey. and Alex. Hello. While you're listening or even watching along, why not head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support and check out all the various ways you can support us. At the support store, you can buy all kinds of cool stuff like t-shirts, hoodies, beer koozies. There's a donate button if you don't feel like buying anything. You can check out the Amazon affiliate link where you, when you buy things on Amazon, we actually get some of that money, which is pretty cool. Money uh, and it's good. It doesn't cost you anything other than what you buy from Amazon. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher like iTunes or Stitcher Radio or Google Play Podcast. We'd really appreciate that. The more you rate and review us, the higher up we climb the charts, the more people notice us, and that would be awesome. And as always, if you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. Um, today's kind of a weird one. We're in between releases. Uh, we have Horizon Zero Dawn coming out this week, which is pretty cool. We also have the Nintendo Switch coming out on Friday, which I think we might try and do like an unboxing of sorts, maybe. 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 Or like a stream thing. Maybe, yeah. Maybe like, not. If, do you want to do it on Friday? I'm, I'm down to do it Friday I night. I know Brian can't, but I'm down to do it. And I will I will And mine leave, might not show up on Friday. I will leave mine sealed in the box if we want to do that. But if not, I'm going to break it out Friday night and play with There's it. There's no so. way I want to leave it sealed. If it shows up, I'm going to I, I mean, it. I don't know. I <laughs> I I think uh, I could pretend I never opened it Friday night. We'll oh, we'll talk crap. about it. We're all yeah. getting switches. We'll probably try basically. to do something Friday or Saturday. Yeah, we'll figure it out and we'll see what's going on. Uh, so yeah, because we're in between releases, we're basically going to go over some game news today and maybe talk about Neo some more. And I had a couple discussion questions. Maybe we might talk about for a second, which I think would be cool. But I don't think anyone's played anything other than Neo. Oh wait, no, we, you we did. We we beta tested. Uh, what is it? Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, I can't even remember the Cocaine, name. Cocaine, the video game. That's how much I didn't really care about it, I guess, was I couldn't even remember the fucking name. Um, it's okay, I guess. Brian's descriptor, when he's done picking his nose, <laughs> uh, was that it's basically the Division Cry. Yes. Which, Far Cry Division combo. It is. And Did- it, it is considerably more fun playing with somebody. I played to Zach for a while yeah, earlier. Yeah, I just played solo. Um, it's actually more fun to just screw around though and not actually play the way you should. Yeah. <laughs> Blow up civilian cars and fun stuff like that. Or Zach. The, um, the character models are awesome looking. Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely the textures for like everything else in the game are like, okay right now. They're not the greatest and I'm pretty sure they'll be better when the final release comes out. But the character models, like they put a lot of work into making. So that. tell me, is what what is this game? Is it a, it's a third person shooter? Third person shooter. Yeah. Uh, it has you have the option of using third person or first person for when you pull up the iron sights, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, but it, again, it's just it seems like the division in jungles. So well, we uh, explored. There's like a different area that unlocks too, and it's all desert and stuff. It's pretty cool. There's a few yeah. areas unlocked. The actual the actual beta is huge. Yeah, like there's a few hours that can be spent in it, and there's like specific missions like you can unlock based on what you do. And um, 
We found a tank too. The world's massive. Like that it, was fun. It feels huge, which is yeah. really cool because like that's one of the things I, I liked about Far Cry was like walking around. The game felt big. Like I didn't feel like running from A to B was like a short amount of time. Like no, it was not. <laughs> not and, even driving. Yeah, to like driving took a while. So the the game has that very large like open world feel to it, which is cool, to, especially in a game where like. We thought the division was going to be more open world than it actually ended up being. So to actually kind of have that this time around, I think is kind of cool. The uh, dynamic weather is really cool too. I didn't experience any of that in the day night cycle. So how is the so was Rainbow Six Siege kind of more like enclosed building base kind of breach and clear type thing? Like what what is the difference? Do either of you know what is the difference? I didn't play Rainbow Six Siege, but I know you played it for a half second, didn't you? I know Zach was big into it. No, um, the latest Rainbow Six. Uh, I only played the beta, but yeah, it's cool. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm curious to see how it's any different. I don't know. I don't really care that much. I've never been a big Ghost Recon kind of person. Yeah, I yeah mean, I've I- always liked Rainbow Six better, and I was actually disappointed that they didn't come out with a Rainbow Six that had a campaign because hmm. I like the campaigns, but yeah. But that's kind of the shift we've had in gaming in general is the competitive multiplayer like esports are becoming huge now. Like I was I was telling you guys earlier that I was looking on Kotaku and it felt like every article was something about esports. Was there some huge competition this weekend I didn't know about know. or like I, that's just where the money is. Like literally every article was esports and they were talking about all the various like, you know, so and so from this team is new and he did this cool thing but the other team fought back and won and blah, blah. and i'm just mm. i'm reading these articles and i'm like this is all boring as hell like so <laughs> zach just popped in on twitch he said the goat special ops partner reporting for duty yeah <laughs> emphasis on special special yeah <laughs> we had some pretty fun screw-ups <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah anyways um it's i'm not paying full price for this game yeah and I don't even like I'll I'll I don't even know if I'm going to end up getting it at all. But if it comes out and there's a really great deal on it, like way down the line, like we're still I'm talking gonna, about Ghost Recon. Yeah, I was just kind of <laughs> coming back to that. Um, yeah, um, I definitely decided I would maybe pick it up, like when it's like half the price. I yeah. definitely decided I would maybe pick it up. Well, that's, that's the pull quote for the back of the box, <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> 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 the more you think about the statement itself, it's, it really just like it really sinks in and feels good. Yeah, a ringing endorsement from the Midwest Game Nerds Midwest podcast, Game Nerds Marketing Division. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have Brian handle all the marketing. That's good. Um, no, oh, I mean man. it's again. It, it looks it looks like it's gonna be a very pretty game when it finally comes out. It, it is huge. Like I said, it has a big world feel, which is awesome. Um, but in general, like it just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not feeling that game right now. And, and maybe that could just be cause I literally can't stop thinking about Neo like mm-hmm. yeah. nonstop. I'm obsessed with it. And I've had I, Neo dreams. Yeah, me too. And I've been like saving all of my boss fights on, on YouTube. Me too. So. Yeah. I forgot to upload my other, it wasn't the boss. It was like the mid stage boss. Yeah. I have a few I need to post to, to uh, yeah. the Facebook page. Me but. too. I've been I've been keeping a YouTube playlist, so if people want to uh, 
check out some of our boss strategies and see how we do and listen to me being exasperated at the end of every single boss fight that there is in the game they can they can do that on our our youtube page <laughs> mm-hmm. um but it's uh so how i think i i think looking at my save file i think i've been playing for like 30 to 33 hours oh i haven't know? even how do you even I look that yeah, up? I don't know. You have to go like into the settings and look at the save file. It's in like oh, the like go to like load file. your game or whatever. I, I I don't I don't know. You might be able to do it that way, but I was thinking I'd mostly just yeah, off of no, the PlayStation. I have no clue. I just know because I had so much trouble fighting the first boss that I went through that same area at least a thousand times. Yeah, and you know by and yeah, like and I, I, but but the, the the best part about that is it never got boring. I yeah. just felt like I was getting better at it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a really cool aspect yeah, of that game. I was like on point killing that bird bitch at the end. Like <laughs> <laughs> after I she's I a just bat. the second the I second just level did boss. That, uh, she's a bat bitch. I did that boss for almost two hours straight. Like, she was few, a pain in the ass. Breaks. She was a that was a tough boss. The centipede was easy as fuck. Yes, I just beat the centipede. It took me long. Like the thing is, like I totally just like I was distance hitting him for a long time, just yeah. like because I it was very intimidating to run into him to begin with. But then, I, like when I finally started getting hits, and I'm like, why the fuck didn't I just start? Yeah, hitting him he up just close uh, yeah. The that's the like, thing is that he came at me pretty quickly. This is the boss in the f- fifth fifth stage, maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, f- the fourth real mission. Yeah. And so um, he just came after me and started attacking me, and I didn't like go anywhere. I was just like, "Oh, I can get some hits in right now." And then I realized that like he's not hitting me that hard. Yeah. So you can just sit there and hammer on him, and and it wasn't a problem. I that's I, I that's think one of two bosses, three bosses that I've now beaten did, in one try. He was a. I think it's because he's deceptive. Like he he drops segments of his body as decoys to take your attention off of him. Yeah. And if you're not paying attention, like he will destroy you, like yeah. without you even knowing it, because you're too busy like hitting his little body parts. Um, but he was that was the game is so good, mm-hmm. like I can't stress it enough. And and that's one of the things, like that's one of the discussion things I wanted to talk about with you guys was people releasing these games early and just get, like it seems like the unfinished product is has become the norm. Yeah, is that something you th- you guys think is like true? Like they're just they're pushing Depends out games to start recouping costs right away, or like what's the deal with that? Yeah, I think that some of it is trying to hit targets, and they set this target and they want to do it. Maybe they don't want to delay the game. Maybe they want to get the earnings in before the end of a quarter, like that. I think that happens a lot because this is big business. Like, it's, right? Yeah, it makes a. I'm sure it makes a huge difference um, as to whether the company is like publicly. Like shared, what well, publicly held, yeah. Yeah, like publicly on the stock, held, yeah. yeah. But I, it, the Neo's a case where I think it worked out pretty well because they did uh, an alpha and a beta, and right. the, like they took all of the feedback and incorporated everything that they like. There was people were talking about the change list after the um, after the alpha, and some of the people that were playing it were just kind of like. I don't even know if this is going to be a game that I want to play anymore by the time they make all these changes because they felt like it was kind of softening it from what Dark Souls was. And then they're like, you know, clearly I like Dark Souls, so I want it to be hard. Uh, but then again, like, I think this game's accessibility is the... I think it's a great thing. It's a great gateway into Bloodborne, which is a great gateway into the Dark Souls games. And, 
I just think it all works very well. Yeah. But it's funny you bring up Dark Souls again too. Even though I know we're talking about Neo, but in my my videos on YouTube, I have a bunch of my Dark Souls bosses. Yeah. And it just made me want to go back and play Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's I never rumors. recorded any of those. There's a rumor abound that they're going to try to bring the Dark Souls trilogy to the Nintendo Switch. Oh, which would be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> I would. That would that would be enough for me to like sit down and like now that I'm well, really into Neo, I think I could really get uh, well, into. I, some. I hope they have firmware updates that extend the battery life because that's <laughs> the, the problem you're going to have with games like that. Is like people are going to want to sit there and play them for like hours on end. And, yeah. Like if the battery only really lasts for three hours, well, we can like on a charge like. I just purchased a USB-C cable that I can yeah. plug into my USB 3.0 uh, power bank and extend the did battery you, life of um, my guy, or of my Switch. Did nice. you make sure that that cord is rated properly by the dude from Google who rates all the USB Type-C cords? No, I guess I could take a look just at that. Just make sure it doesn't start a fire. That's yeah, all. that's a good idea. I should do that before I use it. But Zach and Pat are talking on Twitch. Yeah, what are they saying? See. Um Thanks for bringing this up, comment guru Brian. Well, it's the hard thing is we're already in another discussion. The time, the time yeah, lapse I saw is it. like, I just, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, what are they saying? Let's see. So, Pat says, "Is it weird to get games in a series that are similar, like Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors? That game always has the same storyline." Um, and he's he's like, "I mean, I don't buy it." LOL. <laughs> and Zach goes, "Nah, Dynasty Warriors is legit. Ma Chao is where it's at." <laughs> um. And then Mr. Bula, a.k.a. Pat, says, how many times does that kingdom split into three parts? <laughs> <laughs> like, like 13 times now, I think. I'm always being a dick or something like that is what he's saying. I can't really. I think they, uh, I think they learned. Oh, Lobu. Lobu is always being a dick. Oh. Lobu. Lobu. Yeah. I got it now. They, uh, I think they learned from that and that they're like, we can't keep making the same game. So that's why they teamed together to make Hyrule Warriors and they made right. the Dragon Quest Warriors games and there's going to be a Fire Emblem Warriors game and there's like a One Piece one and a Naruto one. Yeah. I don't know if there's actually a Naruto one. I assume there is. But uh, that's kind of the, they learned that they need to branch out and it's cool because now, like I try, I have Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors and it's. It's a Dynasty Warriors game with Zelda. Yeah. But, uh, kind of figured as much. Yeah. But it's, you know, so that, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But also, Zach says that Rainbow Six Siege is amazing, though, to be honest. And Pat says that he will get Wildlands once it's in the bargain bin, even though it's higher tier than that. I get. I mean, I don't know. Zach said Maybe I just didn't play it enough. Oh, yeah. Zach said that. Sorry. I got these mixed up. My bad, guys. Uh, yeah. Pat says they made a Gundam Dynasty Warriors a while back, too, and it yeah. was baller. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I but. mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, when they're switching things up like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, if we want to get back to Neo briefly, I <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one, of the th- one of the things that I'm a little bit frustrated with the game is that I feel like the skill tree is pretty obtuse um, in terms of, like, there are... There are passive skills hidden all over all of the weapons, like things that will apply to all of the stances that are... Really? Yeah. Because hmm. like, there's things at the end of some of the axe stuff that will up your key. There's things in the sword that give you life. And, and it's like two or three things deep. They're just noted as passive skills in the tree. 
and but they you, affect all the so weapons. as long as they you unlock all the them, weapons yeah. it works hmm. and there's a few other ones that are, they generally tend to be not the passive skills but there are some things that tend to be towards the top of the tree that are like um if you uh certain things about like key like if you uh, i forget there's one at the top of the sword that looks like it'll it'll apply to everything and i'm pretty certain that it does but it's that's the one thing that i wish that they could emphasize a little bit more like i feel like i need to well, read it should just posts there should just be a, a tree of skills for passive skills like just make it more yeah. obvious that like these are passive skills well, that you can the thing is, is that i think they want to kind of like hide it behind some of the earlier skills no but that's the thing like you can have it in its own tree of passive skills but then say like you can't unlock uh, this until, until you get, you get rank three on this skill list or yeah. whatever you know what i mean like I've, that makes more sense to me than like hiding it in there because if they're making you choose specialized weapons right off the bat in the game to to like up your skills or up your stats like based on the weapons yeah. you choose, they need to kind of tell you that hey, you kind of want to use all the weapons, but these ones that you're choosing as specials are the ones that are going to give you a stat boost. Like, yeah. Then that, uh, I mean, maybe it said so, that in the manual, which none of us read anymore because games don't come with manuals now. See, I'm not like that's, and that's the thing is that I don't, uh, I don't think I'm currently hurting. In turn, like I'm level fifty two or something, and yeah, I don't I'm up, think I'm up there. I don't think it's it's like lacking that I'm not aware of these things as of yet. But I could see it maybe late game being important. I don't right. know because a lot of these things it feels like you have to like. Well, it kind of makes sense though because I feel like I'm at a point right now where I can't unlock anything in the skill trees I want to. Yeah. Because I haven't done a mission yet that I need to do, yeah. but yeah. I've got like 15 skill points ready to go, and mm-hmm. it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these? So it kind of makes sense that like maybe I should put a sword on and like try and build that skill tree out a little more, or like maybe I should try using the Kasuragama. Is that right, Kasuragama? Yeah. Kasuragama, yeah. yeah. I, then I, you should try to use it because it's awesome. I, night- I did. I I kind of like it, and I like the speed of it, but I just felt like it didn't hit hard enough for what I wanted to. It do. does not hit that hard. No, the and axes that- hit the hardest by far and yeah like that's why i'm loving the axes because i feel like i can run through that first level and one shot everything because i know how to sneak up on them right now or i know just exactly where to pinpoint and get them which is awesome and plus i'm wearing all like archer armor so you're super lightweight i'm super lightweight and my bow is super strong so i can headshot most of the yokai in one go and it's not an issue i can headshot humans uh, no problem yeah, my agility is like rated A because yeah. uh, the equipment weight's like twenty three percent or something. Yeah, it's awesome. You so, can dodge all day. Um, but the nice thing is, and, and the cool thing about it is that there is that item that you can buy the book or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna where, ask where you, you can respec. I haven't does bothered it to respec. Respec yet. everything like the I've, skill tree and the stats. From I think from the item description, that's what it seems like it does. Okay, that's I think cool. it does. Ten thousand is nothing. I have so much gold I don't know what the hell to do. Exactly. With it all. Yeah, well the thing is I have started and that's the other stuff that I want to know more about and I don't know if I'm doing the crafting it right. is very confusing to me. And the soul forge what is it? Soul soul matching? Yeah, soul matching. Yeah. I've started to do that where I'm like, okay, I have this weapon that I've been using and I like the attributes that it has, but I have something more powerful or I have I have an axe that I'm be- that I've been using but I found some dual swords that are way higher level mm-hmm. then I can feed that into my axe and make it more powerful. But I I I wish I had a little bit more understanding about that. So, it, you know, it 
there's a lot to learn with this game, and I feel like I'm getting there, but, um, yeah, you know, the skill tree and then, like, crafting, like, I don't know why crafting is good. Yeah, I don't, yeah the craft, my, I can't craft anything that's actually worth a damn. Well, so. some of the submissions give you... Give you blacksmith texts. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah, so... I do like the, what do they, what do they call it? Um, where you can combine weapons. Yeah, soul, re- soul, soul rematching. Soul, soul matching. Yeah. That's cool. Because then I, I had I had a, a set of twin swords like that I... Yeah, I just said this. You were talking on Twitch. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I, I had a set of twin swords that I really liked, and I wanted to up their level. So they But you got an axe that was more powerful. And then, no, I had another set of twin swords that had oh. lesser abilities to them. I didn't know you can use different weapons. Yes. Oh. Yes. I thought it was I weapon I didn't know that weapon. either. Yeah. So, That's cool, though. Yeah, because I, I, I got like... Uh, I would get either spears or, or dual swords that are more powerful, powerful, and I don't care about using those at all. Yeah. So then I would just go and, and feed those into my Ooh. axes. Shh. Thanks, Brian. Good job. It's all right. But, Probably um, messed with the video a little bit. It okay. it's, it's a shaky cam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this episode, this episode is directed add, by uh, Paul Greengrass. Trying to yeah. add dramatic effect to John's monologues. Pat jumped in about Neo saying, can you just decide to return to Ireland and just read about the war of good and evil from a pub in Dublin? Because <laughs> we were talking about how... Oh, he's Irish? Well, no. We're, so... Pat and I were having a conversation earlier about Far Cry, and he was saying how he only played like 20 minutes of Far Cry 4, and I said, you can beat the game in the first 10 minutes if yeah. you just wait. You wait for What's-His-Nuts to come back and get you, and then he takes you to your mom's grave, and your game's done. Roll credits. He didn't believe <laughs> me. I, I was like, it's, it's true. Trust me. Like, yeah. So he's like, I'm going to go back and do that. He wanted us to discuss other games that we think should have opt-out endings. So like, you don't actually have to play the game. You can just kind of give up. So... I don't know if you have any other ideas, but that was his for Neo. Is that he? Is that William just goes back to England or wherever and like just kind of reads about it? Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't be as much fun. No, I feel like Kojima would do that in Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, there's probably <laughs> one thing where it's like if you pass X amount of days without doing anything in the open world, then because that that he he um. Do you remember Metal Gear Solid Three? There's a boss fight against the uh, the sniper. sniper yeah, where it's like it, it's if like you, a three hour boss fight. It, well, it's it takes about an hour, or it can take longer depending on how terrible you are at the game. But the um, the thing about it was is that you could there there was a time trigger in it where if you waited a certain amount of time, he would die of natural causes. <laughs> Because so, the dude awesome. was old as hell, right? Yeah, because he's really old. So yeah. what you could do is you could set the internal clock forward, and then you wouldn't have to fight him. Ah. Because you could just load up the game, and then there's a sequence that plays when you load up the game of Snake stumbling upon his body, just laying there on the that's ground. That's crazy. And so so that's the kind of thing. Like, Kojima's probably... Right. There's probably some easier way to beat Metal Gear. We No one's just figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the one Pat and I brought... Well, Pat brought it up was in Resident Evil 7, you, you can just go home. Like, you drive, yeah. you get out of your car, and you're just like, uh, uh, nope. Fuck this bitch. And you, like, get back in your car, turn around, and go home. She's probably dead anyway. And yeah. the game's over. Like... That's that, a good, yeah. That's like an ideal. That's like real. That would be a real thing, because anybody in their right fucking mind would, like, roll up to this, like, shack and be like... Uh, she's been gone for three years. I've already kind of moved on, and then just like turn around and go home. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean that. Yeah, it'd be fun if they if they program some more of these things in. Like, I know that Far Cry did it, but it'd be cool if if they thought it, about that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Pat's saying it has to. You have to like opt out at the very beginning of the game. 
So, so like in Destiny, the ghost wakes you up and he's like, I've been looking all over for it. And you're like, nah, man, I'm good. And like crawl back into the ground and die. Aren't you in a trunk of a car or something? I don't yeah. even know. You're just in the car graveyard. Like he's been looking for you and you're just like, nah, I'm good. I'm good right here, man. The world's done. Cash out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else would be a good the division. For that. In the division, they're like, they're like, oh, this virus is broken out, and you're like, I'm out of here, peace. <laughs> you just fucking leave. Like, yeah, you just stay in Brooklyn. Yeah. You never go over to. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna. Nah, I'm good. I'm good here. I, it, oh, I've been activated. I'm gonna take a smoke break and <laughs> think about it for a minute. Like, <laughs> what other yeah. games? I think this is kind of funny. Doom guy. What, did, what would Doom guy do just to finish Doom? I don't know. What, what are you looking at, Brian? Yeah, what's, what's the problem? Are there ghosts? Screen. It frees on YouTube. Yeah, fucking YouTube. Oh well, I didn't. I don't know how Doom started. Uh, Doom guy gets resurrected. He gets like pulled out of his yeah, like tomb thing. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe he just gets back in the thing and closes it <laughs> i don't know that's dumb i don't know i this this maybe we have to think on it and come back next I week think, yeah, right? i think it's a good one i think we should that's a good idea on this topic a little bit yeah it's like the way it was, it's like metal gear solid one it's like okay if you'd never do anything at the beginning of the game then they never get the pal key to unlock the metal gear so then it never goes anywhere yeah so you can <laughs> like, just go and snap a couple of russian dudes necks and go home yeah <laughs> The army comes in and destroys Liquid Snake, and right. everything's over. Yeah. And there's not four more Metal Gear games. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, uh, he says, uh, "I mean, you can do it in Bethesda games. Dragons are coming back, and you alone can stop them as they watch you walk off into the distance, catching butterflies." <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody had a had a great GIF of um, the beginning of Skyrim, where the uh, the person, the prisoner in front of you gets beheaded and then the dragon shows up, but then the dude who got beheaded stands up with no head and starts like fighting. Oh, like he yeah, runs he after like it runs to like start fighting fight. it. Yeah. 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 It was pretty good. Uh, Zach's saying, what do you guys think of the Neo PVP system being added in April? And he asks, will it be as broken as dark souls or does it have more potential? I, you know, as somebody who never partook in yeah, Bloodborne or or Dark Souls in terms of the PvP, I don't know. We still haven't really done that. We haven't we, done any. Brian co-op. and I did co-op. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. And that was it. Was fun. Were you like it helping? Was a, really easy. So you had to, to you had to finish the. One of us has to have finished the mission. So to do he could co-op. call you in to do the right. co-op. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. It was it was it was fun. It was definitely way easier with yeah. multiple people. I'm sure. Um, I think the PvP will be cool because it's kind of Bushido Blade, you know? Like, well, it takes more than one hit to kill people, yeah. but it's, uh, I don't know if they're going to have what kind of matchmaking there's going to be or what, if there is matchmaking, if it's level based or like skill point. Well, I guess what. the one thing, Zach, you can't like transform into a chair as far as I understand in right. this game. So you're not going to have those kinds of things. Yeah, there's there's I, one of the Dark Souls games you could transform into a chair where people could just run past Dark you. Souls Three. That's hilarious. Yeah. Could, I think you do it in all of them. I don't know. Awesome, but um, yeah, this this dude. I gotta he say, was, like, there's nothing broken about Neo, so I have like good. I have pretty good faith in yeah, that good it's faith gonna be that the PvP will be. I, yeah, yeah, I hope they work it out in some way. Like, I don't even know if I'm gonna be interested in doing it or not because that's I'll just like try, high stress for me. I'll probably get really pissed off at it. The um, we the other just nice thing, fight each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Did you guys uh, have you checked your boons? Yeah. 
No. I got. Did you get ne- the golden armor? I got the neo armor and I got the red armor. Oh, there's yeah, actually so the stuff there now. Yeah, well, the crimson one. If you because you bought it early enough, you should have been emailed a code. Mm, yeah, I don't think it was. Well, that sucks because then you can get the crimson armor. But yeah. uh, I haven't really looked at it to see if it's any good. Most of it's heavier than my archer stuff, so I don't want to. Yeah, put it I don't on. use anything above light armor anymore. Yeah, but the uh, so they and then they because they just crossed a million sales worldwide, they gave everybody gold armor. Oh, and, no and you also get the you get a smithing text for it too, so you can make yeah, it. Yeah, so you can make it higher level or whatever mm-hmm. as you progress. Cool. Yeah. But the Neo armor looks dope. Like you look fucking awesome in the Neo armor. What? The where did you type? where did you buy it? You got it on Amazon, right? Yeah, Maybe there was an Amazon exclusive. Could have been. I got the Am- I got the Neo armor and I got the Crimson armor. The Crimson armor was a pre order not a pre order, but the, it's an early bonus where they extended it through some point in March. Yeah, the Everybody Crimson armor gives you it. these like really sweet like stag, you know, yeah. uh, it's not antlers. Valentine's Day themed no it's 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 sweet looking but the neo armor is like straight up like onimusha that's cool looking samurai armor like really cool yeah i mean i guess that 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 would have been i guess it's not uh capcom did onimusha i know we brought that up last time like this game could have easily been an onimusha game but i was thinking of the movie isn't there a movie called that I don't think so. Pat yeah. says on a technical note, you guys got some kind of pan phase thing going on when I wear headphones. Like Alex is pan to the left and John is to the right, but the mic bleed makes it sound like a phase effect. But through desktop speakers, it sounds fine. Huh? I don't know what's going on with that man. You mean on the MP3? No, I think he's talking about the feed right now. Here. That's strange. I'll have to look into that. Thanks, Pat. Yeah, thanks for the the info. Technical note. Anything else about Neo that we want to talk about? I just think it's a really great game, and I can't stress enough to people that like buy this game. Yeah, I it's just, really good. I, it's, yeah, I mean, I wasn't even planning on buying it, but then I sat and played your rental copy, and I was yeah. just sold on it. I needed to have it, and that's basically all I want to play. I wasn't planning on buying it until Best Buy did the $25 off with Visa checkout thing, and then I was like, well, there's a bunch of stuff I want to buy. I might as well throw it in there. It's just so good. Like, the, the I, combat's just so much more fun to me than the Dark Souls and the Bloodborne combat. Yeah, it well, it's faster paced and like it, but everything it feels like, more strategic almost. Like I don't know, and it's just yeah. it's really fluid. Well, with the stances and everything, that seems to add. And I don't know how much I've been experimenting Dude, I've been with like, that more. Like I'm switching stances on the fly, like based on like the proximity of the enemy or if they're you know like I'm yeah. not I'm not quite that far ahead. I'm not like doing that yet, but I am, I'm now just opening up to the sword because I unlocked a skill that allows you to end a combo with a strong hit that then you backflip off of that's sweet it's awesome like it's so great to get it because you go you can do two quick like uh softer hits yeah and then you do the heavy then then and the combo and jump out and it's you i feel pretty invincible with it pretty much that's sweet yeah the kasuragama has all kinds of crazy special moves yeah zach says snake crawls back under his box and never comes out (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty good that's his opt out. Someone finds yeah. his bones under the box. <laughs> on the credits awesome. roll. No, it's just it's an eye patch and a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> he just disappears. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? There was one other thing I was going to say about Neo. Oh, uh, someone beat it in twenty or two hours. Two hours. That's when I was. That's yeah. nuts. I don't understand um, that. Kotaku said that it took them twenty hours to beat it for their review. 
which still they must 20 be, hours seems I mean, like, like if you if you I've, skip submissions and you you you're just good main, at Souls yeah, you games, just mainline it and you have like you have that aptitude for Souls games like maybe I can see that working but 2 hours like are you kidding me like that's some like awesome games done quick that, shit where they must have like found a bug that like skipped them right to the end of I mean the game I can read something. the article real uh, fast mm. I mean I, I mean I like to look for all the items and all the me little too. dudes that all the hang hidden, out the on Kodama, the Kodama yeah. guys and all that stuff is He completes all of the main story missions with a time of 1 hour 36 minutes and 51 seconds Wow as of this publication, it is a current world record. How did he do it? One of the biggest equalizing factors are magical talismans. Neo allows players to craft a variety of powerful spells, including a devastating sloth spell that slows bosses to a crawl. Yeah, Ooh. but you can't get that until late in the game. Like, there's some uh, maybe there's new game plus or something like that. Like, but then that doesn't count. Why not? Why wouldn't it? Cause, I, I cause just then started you're starting using the game the, with the stuff. magic, stacking armor debuffs useful. and sloth on the enemy. Distortion two combines it with elemental buffs used in used in the use of dangerous carnage talisman, which grants him a powerful attack increase at the cost of lowering his defense. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, so I he guess. broke the game. <laughs> Pat says, if the next episode is about Neo, I'm going to need to get a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's it's going to well, miss out. Gonna I be just a, sold one. It's going to be about Horizon Zero Dawn, which will also mean you have to get Pat, a PS4. Actually, if you want a PS4, I'll sell you mine because I want to get a pro. <laughs> so. I think s- I didn't have my pro last time we recorded, did I? I, I have a pro now. Yeah, it's nice. That's good. I like how quiet it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll sell you my pro and I'll sell You're it not, to you. No, it's not a pro. Or not, I'll sell you my regular and I'll give you my copy of Neo. <laughs> you can have both of them because I'm going to buy a pro and then I'm just going to digitally download. Is Brian Neo. still going to kiss this one? Yeah, Brian can kiss it. He can okay. leave little tiny like Brian lips on it. <laughs> he Pat says I'll trade you a baby for it. Pat, I don't want your baby. <laughs> no, no. Um. Yeah, Neo's good. It's just a fucking great game. It's, it's a really great, great game. And it's not it's so out of left wing from it like I was not expecting and, it at all. I mean, I know we're like really early in the year. It's my favorite game like it's, right it, now. It'll be it'll be in the discussion at the end oh, of the year. Oh, for sure. You know? For sure. No questions asked. Unless things are not well, you know, I there's two more games coming out this week that are maybe going to be in that discussion. What other Oh, Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn Zelda. and Zelda Breath yeah. of the Wild. Like Horizon Zero Dawn's been getting awesome reviews. People <laughs> yeah. super happy with it. Pat says I'll trade you a baby for it. He has all my money. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Pat, but. I'll sell it to you cheap, dude. Well, let's talk after the episode. Stop kicking things, Brian. Yeah, we've been doing this for fifty-five episodes. <laughs> then this is the one episode that you've kicked it the most. <laughs> I think I usually sit back further. That's fine. You can move your microphone. Yeah, you can. You don't have a camera on yours. You just put half of your face on the left side of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Horizon's getting good reviews. I'm excited for it. I'm not excited for the fact that there's two gigantic open world games coming out this week because I yeah. don't have the time for that. <laughs> I kind of forgot about how Zero Dawn comes out on Tuesday. And, then yeah, and it's getting I just stupid awesome about the reviews, Switch. too. Yeah. I'm pretty and, excited I'm still thinking Switch. about Neo. It's not... There's a lot of games. It's a good uh, time to play video games. Yeah, there's usually not this much this early in the year. Yeah. Man, maybe I should just like get a new job so I have more money to buy video games. <laughs> it works JK, out great for oh, me. I love my job if anybody from work is listening. Um, so that's okay. 
Yeah. Do we want to do some news? Yeah, let's talk about some news. Fuck it. Let's uh, get into it. It's something that I don't necessarily know that we care about too much, because I don't think any of us have played this game, but the long-rumored and awaited sequel to Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor has maybe been revealed. Oh, yeah, that leak at Target. Target.com leaked Middle-Earth Shadow of War available on August 22nd, which could easily change by then. Yeah. But that's been something that's been talked about since that game came out four years ago. Right. So yeah, it's probably due for a sequel. People get excited. I remember people being like, "Oh man, the Nemesis system is going to be the next thing that everybody copies, like the Batman." Nobody has like the Batman thing, and now nobody, yeah, nobody's done it yet. So that's cool. Um, other news includes uh, Zenimax is seeking an injunction on top of their five hundred million judgment against Oculus to prevent the sale of Oculus products. So there was that big uh, yeah. They Zenimax thought they that, already won. Yeah, they won. They won because like John Carmack basically like they thought that John Carmack had like stolen stuff from them to then go and work on with Oculus, work with Oculus and making VR. And they won kind of, I don't know. It's a really weird judgment. They're like, they, they won, but they also didn't, I don't know. It was strange. But anyway, they on did, top of, but they didn't. On top of winning that $500 million, they want to try and stop Oculus products from being sold until probably some agreement is reached. Right. Of like a, hey, we get X percent of sales or something. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, next. Um, PlayStation VR. PlayStation VR has sold, sold 915,000 units which has exceeded Sony's expectations. Well, it it will exceed Sony's expectations. They were expecting a million units sold by the middle of April and it sounds like they're pretty confident that they're going to yeah, be Yeah, especially cuz I think it was in Sweden or Germany that somebody took a picture on and posted on Reddit of a surplus of PSVR units just sitting there. Like it looked like three high by four they need wide to maybe ship so these- 12. Maybe surplus units over here. It was like about 50 <laughs> units, like just chilling on a table in a Best Buy. It's well, like all the pros I see when I go to Best Buy. Yeah. The, um, I'm just going to go buy one. There's week. still line, like people are still lining up and grabbing vouchers in Japan to get PSVRs. So, it's so crazy. It's they, so like, awesome. They line up out the door because they know a new shipment's coming and then they hand out the tickets. Like that's still a thing that's happening out there. So, hmm. you know. Awesome. Then they'll probably be waiting for vouchers for the Switch next. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But the uh, the weird thing about it, is, like the there's a there's a like data collector called Super Data or something like that who puts out production pro- projections for sales and stuff like that. Yeah, they were expecting like 2.6 million of PSVR sold by the end of 2016, which like was stupid. And then in November, they're that like, we seems- think it's going to be a lot less than this now. It's only going to be 750,000 in 2016. It's like that sounds realistic. Like, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking, but so that I think that came out and everybody was like, "Oh man, VR's dead." But it sounds like Sony is pleasantly surprised and happy with it, and I hope that leads to more announcements at E3 and GDC and stuff like that. GDC's right. coming soon, hmm. March, it might be in March, but yeah. So that's awesome for. PSVR. It's super awesome because uh, just it's a good product. VR in general. I want to see more, and I think like well, with Resident Evil doing as well as it did, and these numbers coming back the way they are, you're. I think you're going to start seeing more. And I was 
in part of my conversation with Pat earlier, I was talking about how Ubisoft used to be this innovator in games. Like the first Assassin's Creed was a game changer. Like no pun intended, but totally intended. Um, <laughs> it created a stealth game where you weren't hiding in shadows. Your the stealth was you hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Um, that was new. It had great narrative, which was sweet. Assassin's Creed 2, an even better narrative, and like more research went into like the history of that game and everything, and the historical context of everything, which is awesome. And I think and, that game basically cemented the foundation in which all other Ubisoft games right, are now which is based. kind of the problem. But I'm I'm hoping because because Ubisoft has the ability to innovate that they really I know I know they did Eagle Flight or whatever, which I don't really care for that, but. I really hope they take VR and find a way to make Assassin's Creed work in VR or like, you know, Far Cry VR or something like I would love to play those games in a VR setting. Well, and we talked about it. We were talking about by via text uh, last week about uh, Todd Howard was talking about how Fallout 4 in VR is apparently phenomenal. Yeah. It, and he was that talking about how out. it is Fallout in VR, which is great, and it and he says it acts the way you want it to act, which to me means you when you can, hold your arm up to look at the, the, oh, the Pip Boy, right you, it actually looks like or you're I mean, looking yeah, at Pip the Pip Boy. Boy. And he said using Vats in VR is flawless, yeah. which is really cool. Um, he did. I thought he did mention that the 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 click turning is active right now, and like the the warp stepping. To like mm. warp you to where you need to move is yeah. what's currently the movement mechanic, um, which kind of sucks because I don't. I would rather like just free be able movement. to free walk. But the thing is, is they're trying to figure out how to properly implement that based on the controllers that are in use and everything. Like, do they want to just use a joystick or what? Like, yeah, I mean, it worked out okay with me in Resident Evil, but I know that some people really need it. I think you just need to have the variety to switch between things, yeah, if you can. But so you know, I I hope that more people come to vr and start thinking about what they can do with it i know that a lot of people are trigger shy because the the amount of units out there are kind of low i think between all three of them not including gear vr you're looking at under two or three million units which is not a lot that's not a console base that people want to sell stuff to but yeah you know i'm disappointed that star trek bridge crew got delayed Eh, not that much though i don't think i don't i think it was a while (laughs) because it was going to be march and i I think it's like june now or something like that i don't know well then maybe it'll actually be polished i i mean i remember hearing it at at e3 that people were very happy when they were playing it maybe they're adding more to it because of how successful vr is Maybe yeah, I don't want to want to make it into a full fleshed game as opposed to an experience, yeah, or whatever. Uh, Pat says, "Is Nintendo only going to make four switches like they do everything?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, only four. Yeah, well, uh, we from, have all four of them. I was going to say, do you right? guys want to go switch hunting Thursday night? Because <laughs> I want to go buy a couple more and just eBay them. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's going to be worth it. I no, don't want to. I think. That. I think. Much like the Wii U, you will be able to walk in and buy one on day one, one if you want. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's gonna. I could be wrong, like, but all indications sound like they cut off pre-orders at a point where they would be able to pack stores with them on day one. Interesting. Well, I feel like an idiot. And Zach says Andromeda is greater than everything, and I mean, for crying out loud, they even have two Game of Thrones people doing voices. Yeah. Well, Shit. Destiny had one. Mass Effect. <laughs> Mass Effect is going <laughs> to. They cut him out of the game. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, the. I woke in the hive. <laughs> ah. Man, yeah. Mass Effect is not. 
out later. Like, it, I I would be okay if they're like, we're pushing Mass Effect another two months because I have three games right now that I really want to beat. Yeah. I'll probably drop everything to play that game, though. I even took yeah. a day off of work to play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, luxuries such as these. I do. I have Friday off to play with the Switch. Oh, I have that. However, day off too. that's the thing is that I Brian have, took it off, so I can't because oh, really? he's working at the shop. <laughs> uh, the uh, the thing. So I have two pre-ordered. I have one for me and one for John. Yep. One of them's got the the uh, neon colored Joy Cons, and then the other is the gray Joy Cons. And I kind of want the neon ones, but that's the one that's going to be shipped by Best Buy. It's not the one that I get to go pick up from Best Buy. Mm. So I'm kind of like... Are you having shipped to the shop? No. Why don't you just have stuff shipped to the shop? Because it's going to ship to my house and I'm going to be home. Yeah, I guess if you're going to be home, it doesn't matter. Never mind. Uh, Well, the thing is... I have money for you. Remind me before I leave today. But uh, I I guess I need to figure out when they're going to be by because if I go leave to pick up the other one and then they're like, sorry, you can't pick it up. Yeah. God, that'd be terrible. Then I would just be like, I just I'm gonna open the gray one because I want to play Zelda. I want right. to, I want to open it up and play it. But you know, and, and the other thing, well, when I bought Fallout, I have no. It doesn't matter to me which one I get it. I, I know, don't yeah, care. I know you don't care. And part of me is just kind of like, well, I'm gonna open the gray one, and then when the neon one gets here, you just have to take out the Joy Cons and we'll switch them. We'll send I them ordered to the it. gray one because I think the neon one looks stupid. I think it looks cool. I like the colors. I don't mind but. it at all. But I could see myself buying a set of the the neon blue Joy Cons because they they're selling them where you can get two of the, the same, same color. color. Yeah. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, I don't like the different colored sides. I it's think just, it's cool. Yeah. I think it's. Fun. I don't see the point in having another set of them. Well, if I had another <laughs> set, then we could play four player Bomberman. Oh yeah, okay. That works. So I haven't decided whether or not I'm going to try and pick up. A pro controller or not but pat says free switch on stoop by my house <laughs> in, in real life stealth game <laughs> oh boy pat's gonna be hiding around the corner of the house when yeah ups steps by with a baby bjorn on <laughs> <laughs> yeah that crying baby is gonna give away your position yeah <laughs> That's that's hard mode Metal Gear. What if they, what if they built that in where you could you get, have to carry a crying? Yeah, baby. you got to get a baby. <laughs> New that's game great. plus that's baby great. mode. Like just smother the baby every time you want to kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> you can go leave the baby. Yeah, and then like dingoes come and eat it. <laughs> like, yeah, you've got to fend off dingoes and go snap someone's neck. That's a good idea. That's your that yeah. It's a true survival game. You can only leave it for so long before the dingoes are there. It's Metal Gear Solid food. There you go. When you switch the baby over to solids. Uh, I did have some switch news to talk switch about. There's th- there's uh, impressions. Are you, are you switching it up? I'm switching, switching it, up. it up. Oh, before that, Sony is ending PlayStation Now support on everything except the PS4 and the PS uh, or the PC. So Vita's out too. Vita's can't do it. PS3s can't do it. And then Sony Bravia TVs were able to do it. Wait, for what a about while. the PS TV? You said PS TV can't do it. Yeah, What's the, the hell's the point in even having it? Having what? That's like one of the best things you can. Oh, do Oh, that with was it. the one. I've never played it on anything. Yeah. So that's that's the subscription Actually, I don't I service it, for PS3 games, right? Yes. Yeah, so okay. they I that, confuse that with uh, View. Yeah. Yeah. The TV service. Yes. Yeah. The. Uh, their reasoning behind it is that they think if they... Because essentially what they have to do, you've got your 
PS3 version of it, your PS4 version of it, your PlayStation Vita and PlayStation TV version of it, and then the Sony Bravia version of it and the PC version of it. And those all take different resources to meddle with because you're working with different processors and all that stuff. So they are saying if they narrow it down to PS4 and PC, they can focus on making it a better service. Right. So, I, you know, that sounds okay to me. I would like more. I'd like the price to come down. I'd like more functionality. If they added in PS2 and PS1 games, I'm there immediately. I will sign up and just have that going. For sure. But um, that's it's a little sad because the idea of playing PS3 games remotely on Vita is a cool idea. So, pour one out. Uh, but the Switch and Zelda impressions are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that I heard that I'm very happy about is that apparently, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen with some of the uh, trade show images and the demos that they've done, but the performance of Breath of the Wild has always looked a bit choppy. Yeah, I've seen some of that. Apparently, it runs buttery smooth now. That's what's up. So, I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that that is running smooth because... I was going to be very disappointed if this new hardware comes out and it can't yeah. handle it. I didn't want to read too much about it. Yeah, but I mean, I've definitely well the way that Nintendo's that it's living up to the hype. Yes, the way that Nintendo has been embargoing it, you can't really talk about anything that you would care about knowing yet. All I've heard is that it's like the hardest Zelda ever. It's kind of Dark Soulsy, and <laughs> <laughs> that it's Zelda. So that sounds but cool you to me. Can, yeah. I heard something about a glider that I, I wasn't aware of, too. It was, it's been in, like, cool. all the trailers. Oh, well, I haven't really watched that many trailers for it. Mm, well, it's been in all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Switch impressions. So, Virtual Console will not be available on day one of the Nintendo Switch. doesn't bother me that much. I can see where some people would be kind of bummed about that if, like, that was something they were really looking forward to. Like, I'm a little bummed about it, mostly just because I want to know what it's going to be. When I have a new system, I don't want to play old games. You know what I mean? Like, that's like... See, but the thing is that, like, there's rumors of, oh, it's going to have GameCube in the Virtual Console. And yeah. If I, like, I never played um, Super Mario Sunshine, and I know that some people shit on it, but also some people like it quite a bit, and I would be down to pick it up just to be able to play that kind of thing on the go, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mostly just want more information on how it's going to work and what it's going to be. If it's going to be any different, which it probably won't. They're probably going to release like one game a week for it, which is really dumb. And I wish they could just do the Netflix thing and be like, hey, give us the other $30 a month on top of your internet stuff that you're going to pay for in the future and then here you have access carte blanche to these and then you have to buy GameCube right. ones or something like that. <sighs> Please yeah. let me Nintendo. Zach says completely off topic, Alex, but you better sh- give a shout out to Hudson before this one is this is over. Yeah, I was thinking about telling John he needs to stick the game over, man. Uh, Bill Paxton passed away. Yeah, I read that today. Which Complications is, from surgery, I think. Yeah, was. he was 61 years old and it... God, that sucks. Too soon. Like Came over, man. Came over. Yeah. It's another... Um, sorry about the dog, but... Yeah, if anybody hears dog barking. Yes. It's just... It tells me that 2017 is not going to be any better than 2016 no, for celebrity already, deaths. We, not even just celebrity deaths. Just well, deaths in general. in general. We've had some pretty bad ones. But. Yeah. So, pour one out for, for Private Hudson. Yep. And, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Switch Other Switch stuff... Uh, some people are reporting issues with the left Joy-Con desyncing, 
especially if you like completely cover it up with your hands, which is weird. Hmm. Uh, and that means that when you stick it in the grip, it's somehow not working well. Um, huh. but, uh, Nintendo, so there's rumors out there that they're going to fix it day one. And there's also like Nintendo's official statements that we are aware of it and looking into it, but, um, not a great sign for brand hardware. new hardware. Yeah. Um, but that's cool. I mean, it's been a long time since I've had a console blow up. The 360, man. I went through three or four of those. Yeah, that's great. I'm surprised my PlayStation hasn't died. It is a launch. It is a launch one. Yeah. No, I mean, there was a point in time. There are some companies that put out equipment that doesn't die every (laughs) couple years. I went through... I had one PS3 die on me, and then I bought a new one, and that was it. Yeah. Um, While I hear stories about people going through... Three, four, five, six, three sixties. That's just insane. That's, that's, yeah. The that, last one I got, I mean, I've had it for a long time. Well, do you have like, is it an S? No. It's not a slim or anything? No, it's but it normal. was like the the last one. They changed something with it that made it better. Yeah. They, like, it was like a Jasper or something yeah, like that. Whatever the that, yeah. code names are. Yeah, I don't but know. it's still that ugly white one. The... I'm excited to get the Switch. I want to play it and just experience yeah. how it works. I think it'll just be fun to be able to take next generation games on the go. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to be going uh, to Kalamazoo, or no, uh, Grand Rapids, like in a couple weeks. So I should be able take to talk about you. the portability yeah. uh, of it. Apparently, Zelda is for sure like two and a half hours, which is like if. The first big game you're putting out on your system takes up that much battery life, then that means that's the upper limit of your, <laughs> right. your power. And like that, it's not going to get more powerful. <laughs> it can't. You can play Skyrim for an hour, right? Thirty minutes. <laughs> so maybe they're maybe they're going to have mod support. You can download a mod that extends the battery life of the Switch. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, in just thinking about Android phones, they do firmware updates on the Android phones that somehow make the battery more efficient. I don't know how that's possible through programming necessarily, unless there's like some backend compression that's going on that like saves energy. But well, and I think it gets to a point where you start to understand the use cases. Like maybe they'll be able to look at statistics and see what people are doing and wonder like, okay, if I don't need to hold this in memory, then I can, you know, reduce the power load on the system at the time. Like may, maybe just maybe, uh, I remember they got hit really hard when the, uh, when the Wii U came out for how slow everything was. Yeah. So maybe right now they've got it so that the OS is going to um, be really snappy. That's that's the one thing right that I right. have that I've read about is that the OS is incredibly fast and quick and like just you know, swipes and presses and everything are like instantaneous reaction, which is cool. So so maybe by the time they get to a point where like there's a like a an OS update, they'll be able to prioritize things in a way that makes it so that the important right. stuff pops up immediately. And then the stuff that people can wait, wait for can be deprioritized. And yeah, I don't know, but are we still excited about the switch? I'm excited. I'm pretty pumped. I'm down. I'm, I'm uh, very excited about Zelda. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've watched uh, videos of people. There's there's been videos of people playing one two switch out. Uh, I think eighteen of the twenty eight games have been kind of toured around to different uh, uh, outlets. The Giant Bomb guys played a bunch of them. The people on the Verge played uh, and Gizmodo as well or and Gadget. Um, and some of the games look fun, but it feels like that thing where it's like you're gonna pull it out for the people that haven't played Switch before and show it yeah. to them and right. what it done. can do. Yeah. I think that's kind of the point. But it, they have like a board game type mode where it just lays out all the games on a board and then you can make teams. Oh, that's and, cool. And like you like, cycle through yeah. teams. You like roll a die essentially and how many spaces you go forward that the game that you land on is what you play, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's that's cool. I, I did those are the three games that I pre ordered Bomberman, One Two Switch and Zelda. And I might pick up Shovel Knight. I haven't decided if I'm going to since I do own it on Sony platforms already. I might pick that up. It's a great game. That's what I hear. It's and on then, sale right now on PlayStation. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, really? It's good. Yeah. Uh, the um, That, Shovel Knight, and then Fast RMX, which is a wipeout-type racing game, like a futuristic racing game that might be cool to check out. And then I think Snipper Clips are like the three downloadable things that are... Like uh, non-retail downloadable only games that are available at launch. Right. Snipper Clips is supposed to be really cool. Snipper Clips? Yeah, it's 20 bucks, and you play it like... It's this game... It's a two-player game where you're kind of... You play as like a piece of construction paper and like scissors, and you can cut the other person's paper to help them fit through certain objects and stuff like that. It's apparently very cool, so I'm excited to check it out, but... Uh, is that available at launch? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But I don't know. I think that's about it. We're kind of just in a holding pattern playing Neo while we wait for Horizon. I'm and totally fine with that. Neo is entertaining enough as it yeah. is. I like feel I'm just bummed that these games are coming out because I'm like, I'm probably going to put down Neo and I don't know if I'm going to go back to it. Like, I want to go back to it, but I wanted to go back to Bloodborne. Well, that's, like, I... <clears throat> I know, just knowing how I play games, I'll probably play the Switch a lot for the first week and then kind of shift back yeah. to other stuff. Um, and then the Switch will just be like what I play when I'm like lounging around downstairs. Because I was going to hook that up to the TV downstairs mm. at the house and then like my game room. Because there's, there's no... I'm out of like hdmi ports anyways so. yeah i'm planning on disconnecting i'll probably put the wii u in the basement or something um and do it that way or i could maybe set it up under i don't know i totally decided. forgot i did play a little bit of infamous second son like a very little bit <laughs> yeah because it was it's a eight, very nice looking game it was eight bucks so old as far as ps4 games go yeah and that was one of the first games that came out that people were like this is what next gen like this is what this generation is going to look like. It looks pretty damn good in 4K. Yeah. With the HDR and shit. Did you too. boost up the brightness? I have to fix that still. Actually, the ga- the Ghost Recon game uses HDR as yeah. well. But I didn't notice that much of a difference, to be honest. Hmm. How's uh, I? Now that you've played Neo on both, how do you feel about Neo on the normal one as opposed to on the Pro? I feel like it's it feels a little snappier, I think, on the Pro, but that could just be my imagination. But uh, graphically, I don't know. It's I guess it's a little sharper. Okay. But uh, 
the interesting thing about Neo I've noticed is I feel like every level looks a little bit better than the last one. <laughs> they all Even get a little bit more interesting than it the one It could just be them. that you, you're so used to that first level from the the betas, the yeah. alpha and the beta, that like now as you progress, like they just... They, because it's new, newer. I still prefer the way Dark Souls three and Bloodborne look, but yeah, I think I think I prefer Neo. But have you played any of the levels that are in the daylight yet? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty gorgeous. I, I guess I I like the way that Dark Souls. There's no overworld. It's like everything's connected, everything's con- yeah. and it's very seamless, and there's zero load time. Yeah. Other than like your initial loading, I kind of wish Neo had that, but the overworld isn't. I mean, it makes it easier to organize like missions and submissions and things like that. So I yeah, totally understand. It is it, cool but. that it has that mission structure to me. Yeah, because then I mean, then you feel like you actually a little more sense of progression. And, yeah, directive and gives you options if you get stuck. Right, like doing one mission, you can go do a submission or something. Uh, have you done the the side mission where you fight the duel? Uh, I tried to against and got, Tachibana Muneshige. I tried to and then decided um, <laughs> I, I'm never going to try it again. He's fucking hard. Wow. <laughs> I, I ended up beating him, but he's and that the shitty thing is is that I couldn't save the video because uh, something messed up. Oh, and I couldn't I couldn't save it. But how do you even beat him? It's like impossible. You need to dance around the rock that's on the left side of the screen. That seems totally just dumb. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is, is that you can be, I found that with him, you can be more aggressive. You gotta be using pretty versatile weapons. Like, I was mostly fighting him with the sword, I think. Okay. And you need to be able to, you need to keep close proximity to him so that, like, he'll go and do his... II where he pulls the sword out of the sheath and does the the quick hit like he runs up to you and does that. Yeah. You dash away from that and then you got to stay close enough to him that he gets into a combo so that then you can go and hit him with a combo and stun him, like stagger him. That's essentially the way that you have to fight him. And it's easier to do around the rock because those power hits that he tries to do will mo- you can, if you run around the corner, it, he'll hit the rock and he's not going to damage you. Huh. So it's, but uh, it, uh, he's he's very difficult. Yeah, he's very I, difficult. I tried it one time, well, more than once, because you can't actually leave the mission until you beat it, unless you use the the, the item, item that gets you out. Um, and luckily, I went into it with very little Amrita. I, I found another item where it lets you leave missions and keep all your Amrita. Yeah, it's it's like a it it's similarly named. It's like yeah. a branch instead of a something. Or something instead of a branch. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, but there's a branch and then there's the fragment. But, yeah, but the that's the one that's like actually like uh, consumable. Consumable, whereas the other one you yeah. can just keep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm like at a thousand, then I. And are are you familiar with the medicine case? Yeah. Items like do they? It says like unlimited elixirs. Where they don't. Yeah, I, that's the other thing that I don't understand how that works because there's unlimited ammo and unlimited Unli- elixir, unlimited and, uh, ninjutsu. Yeah. I don't understand any of that. I don't know how that works. On like, like unlimited how? Like, like do you need to have do you? Because each of them contributes a certain like each. 
piece of gear will contribute a certain amount of a certain percentage. Right. Do you need to get to a hundred in order to make it so that I don't know. So we'll have to do some studying there unless Zach is aware of it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, that just, I was, cause I'm sitting here like with the medicine case on my belt thinking like, Oh, I can just use up all my, uh, elixirs cause it's not going to do anything. And then <laughs> fucking I'm all out of elixirs. <laughs> I haven't run out entirely. Is that possible? Um, no, well, I have. It always gives you back a like three I did or notice, five or something, right? I did I notice that so. those are un- all from the storehouse. Until you get mm. to the second world, it you can only house in the storehouse stones and elixirs, and then when you get to the second world, I, I started think, being able to think, store other items like arrows and stuff. I think that was the title update that happened the other day. Oh, uh, okay. Is that now you can store ammunition That's a good idea. and you can store Hirokodama? Yeah, I just kept buying ammo every time I would go into a like right before I went into a mission. Um, I th- yeah, I think that happened with the 1.05 update because yeah. I noticed that too. The guns and the the bow are super cool. Have you guys done much with the um, hand cannon? Yeah. It does a lot of damage. It does a shitload of damage. But, I don't yeah. have a ton but of ammo for the it. The downside of the hand cannon is you have to actually kneel down and use it. You're not yeah. mobile. So that's the. I mean, I mean, it feels like when you call something a hand cannon, to me, I feel like you need it's, to be in close proximity. Like but you don't have to. Well, but like it, it feels like to me something that I would want to use in close proximity. Yeah. Because you, so you're fact, thinking of it as like a revolver from Destiny, kind yeah, of, kind of like that, as I, opposed to like it's, it's literally like, like that. It's a like handheld can, cannon, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you can shoot long distances and do a shitload of damage with. So maybe I need to, maybe I need to use it in a much more ranged yeah. fashion than yeah, I'm, I found I, a purple I think one, so I'd, I use that a lot. I don't think I've fired it once yet, but yeah. What else can we talk about in Neo? I don't know, man. It's just there's so many things. How, it's just did you so guys? Good. Breeze through the lightning dog guy or no? Yeah. I didn't. Really? Well, I didn't. I wouldn't say it was breezed. It took me about nine minutes to do based on my YouTube video. Um, nine minutes, yeah, for the one fight. Yeah. Oh wow. But a lot of that was me. <laughs> a lot of that was just me kiting around him, like not really going in. I like I did a lot of distance hits, and then um, I don't remember exactly what my strategy was, but he he does like the tuck and roll thing to you, and then you can kind of yeah. run up to him and hit him. But you got to keep your distance because he still can electrocute you even from you hitting him. Yeah. So, what is does, does electrocution just make you move slow? It moves you slower, and it does damage over time. Okay. Um, just just like fire does, and I don't know if, if you noticed, if but when I you, got hit by his lightning thing, it took like half my health away. It was a big problem fighting him. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how to pr- prevent that. Maybe also, maybe you were wearing something that. Well, I wasn't. I had I no. Had, I put on a whole set of armor that had like lightning. Exactly. Buff. I couldn't I use it because it required strength higher than my character has. Because mm. uh, yeah. I found all that stuff. So I think that's why it might have been easier. I didn't. I didn't knowingly equip any of that stuff. I maybe had one of the side item like like the Anmyo charm or whatever the the. The elemental charms that you can equip that yeah. have something like that, but um, I wouldn't necessarily say that I breezed through him. But he was the first boss that I beat without multiple attempts. Hmm. I, beat I think him. I tried it. I tried it two or three times, I think. But that's because the first time I I really just kind of ran in was like this doesn't seem that difficult. Yeah. But it ended up being more difficult than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, One time I thought I had him beat. 
but he he apparently had enough health left to hit me one more time. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys it. that I, was so mad. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when you get lit on fire, if you tuck and roll, it goes away. It goes faster, away faster. Yeah, which is oh, really that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yep. I thought that was a great element. Yeah, or if you're in water, you can yeah put it out in the water, roll it off, which is cool. Uh, yeah, I just, well, I, I mean, there's so I, many. I did beat him so. Yeah, but yeah. It, it took him. me a, a little while, not as long as the bird lady. But I've, I feel better about that fight because I have read that she is actually one of the harder bosses in the game. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I beat the I beat uh, I've beaten two Twilight missions now, which were just the the Twilight remixes of the second and the first levels. Yeah, and uh, I didn't beat her quite as quickly as I did in my video, but I did beat her. Like I felt. It, it was only one try on the Twilight mission, so you know I well I mean I that's basically so almost in the, died in the Twilight missions. Do you get buffed too? No, no, it's just the enemies you, are buffed. No, are they like hardcore mode kind of like do you, if you die do you have to start the whole mission? No, they oh, okay. they still I mean if it's one of the missions like that has shrines, it's going to have the shrines okay. in it. But the thing that I noticed is that sometimes the Twilight missions are missions that you have done before. Yeah, and then there are other times where they're not. Oh, I, thought I haven't done the were. ones. I haven't done the ones where they're not, because there's ones where they're not where it's just like this. This is level seventy five, and it's got the five blood stain rating on it. I haven't done one of those yet. There's been like the two that I've done have been Twilight missions that pop up where it's like these are level thirty, right? So they've been easier ones, but they're but you still get like the Twilight mission loot out of it, yeah, which is usually a bunch of like really rare stuff. No, that's cool. I, I the game's so good. Even the music's good. The music in that in that one fight, yeah, against uh, Tachibane Munishige. That music, oh yeah, so good. Fourth level, so good. Yeah, and that's kind of where I noticed it too. It's funny that you thought about it there too, because during that fight, I like there've been a couple instances. What I've noticed is that when you're in the area, like right before the boss, I think the same theme starts playing in all of the levels. Okay, I'm not sure about that. Is, is that the boss of the third mission or no? Uh, at this the bot see, that uh, that you fight after the dog, so lightning yeah. dog. I, yeah. I'm I think right about to get to him, but I'm not okay. really sure. Yeah, his his fight music is so good. Yeah, and it's like all of the music in the game is very like it feels very. I'm not very well versed in like Japanese folk music, but it feels very original. But it feels like it fits in Japanese folklore very well. That's cool. So that's that's another. Thumbs up to Neo. Yeah, we love but, it. Yeah, play it. It's great. Game Nerd stamp of approval. Yes. Cool. Game of the Year yep. 2017, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. I feel like that's one we would all agree on. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll right see. Right now. We'll see what yes. Horizon brings and, and Mass Effect and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing Horizon in fancy 4K. Yeah, that should that be nice. That should look really nice. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Anything else? I think that's it for now. Are you playing any Fire Emblem still? Uh, I jump in every once in a while to get orbs, yeah. just so I can have them. Um, I do a few battles like here and there, usually when I'm pooping. Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's again, it, it loads fast as hell. It's like the fastest loading mobile game on my phone. Like, Yeah. No, I've been playing here and there as well, just to kind of... I log in every day to get the orbs and see who I can yeah. pull when I get to 20 orbs, but uh, it's it's fun. Yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. I like that uh, they're starting to release, like, paralogs. I didn't notice that. So it's like a set of three missions that 
uh, when you click on like the story missions, you can go to paralogs, and it's usually focused around one game. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm hoping they do more story-wise with that, just to kind of like flesh things out a little right, more. But. Right. No, it's it's still fun. I mean, I kind of feel like I'm just doing the same stuff over and over now, like you know, grinding. Um, yeah. I want to get to the point where I can like promote my guys to five stars, but I feel like you need so much of like the hero feathers and everything that. Did you get the ten thousand hero feathers from the game? Yeah, I got that. But then, like in the arena, even if you do like top level, you only get like two thousand or three thousand, and to level up some of those guys from yeah. four stars to five, you need like twenty grand or something. Oh, like really? That. I yeah, didn't I don't, it was that much. It's a really wow. high cost to get them to like final. Final form. I only played yeah. it that one time. I assumed so. <laughs> That's what I got out of your discussion of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Nope. That's about it. Right on. Yeah, I'm starting to fall asleep now. That Red Bull already wore off. Yeah, I'm tired too. That's yeah. kind of bullshit. I guess that means we're done. Yeah, anyways. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. While you're listening along or watching along, head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out the support store. Uh, check out the affiliate link for Amazon, and don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We really appreciate uh, all of our listeners and, and viewers. It's uh, it's pretty rad that we get to do this and people actually enjoy it. Um, as always, if you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. Um, Alex, anything else going on with the network other than Horror Movie Yearbook? I know they, they put out a new episode. Yeah, Horror Movie Yearbook just put out... Um I want to say that it was... 2002? 2003 or four. Oh, it was 2002. Whenever The Ring came out. It was in 2001? 2002. Yeah, 2002, which was great. Uh, go check that out. Uh, still need to coordinate with them to do that uh, commentary for... Um, I'm excited for that. It'll be really funny. Yeah. For uh, what? Friday the 13th, part something. Yeah. Jason Takes Manhattan. I think it's part eight. Maybe it's part seven. I don't know. They're going to watch it and comment on it? Like yes. Mystery Science Theater? Yes. Kinda? Yes. So we're going to record the commentary. We're going to tell you where to hit pause and then hit play so that you can listen to us talking about it as the movie plays. Hmm. Pretty rad. Uh, it's a so, cool idea. I don't. Are there other podcasts that do that? Uh, I mean, it's had, Kevin Smith was pretty good about... He would do the commentaries to his movies before they left theaters so you could go in with headphones and That's listen to the cool. commentary which is a great idea hmm. uh that was kind of the first time that i heard of somebody but nobody's doing it. doing it for movies that are already out um i don't know uh, they they might be i'm the riff tracks guys you can go and buy their riff tracks which is just an audio file that you can listen over the movie yeah uh so that that's kind of their thing too so um yeah, I always wanted to do it for film nerds, but I'm I'm happy that those guys are gonna are gonna spearhead it, which yeah, is cool. Right on. I was trying to figure out a way if we could make it good enough that we could uh, sell them on iTunes was kind of one of the ideas. It, it should be a Patreon thing. Yeah, I would, you know, as we kind of talk about those kinds of things, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, cool. Um, and then the I'm hoping by the end of this week, but it should be coming out soon. I'm gonna do that collected thoughts thing with X Men. Days of Future Pass, where I'm collecting all of the times that we talked about it in the four-year run of Midwest Film Nerds, uh, or not—I guess it wouldn't be the four years, but in like the couple of years before the movie actually came out. Every time we talked about it in the news, so that you can kind of track our thoughts across the thing and see if anybody is a hypocrite and they loved it when they thought they were going to hate it and yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, it should be fun. So look forward for that soon because Logan is coming out at the end of this week. That's exciting, and it is getting. 
insanely good reviews. That's right. So, cool. Other than that, yeah, go see Get Out. Jordan I've Peele's. I've heard that's really good. It's so David Steele mentioned on the Facebook page that he couldn't watch the stream because he's going to go see Get Out. That's okay. Yeah, no, it's that's that's a good choice because uh, it's got 134 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and it has 100. percent That's awesome, and it deserves it. Yeah, because Chris Chris it's Hardwick fantastic. had Jordan Peele on the Nerdist, and it was a really good interview. He's really he's Wait, a really interesting. That guy. one hasn't yeah. popped up on my feed. Cool. It just came out. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's like it came out on. Thursday. I listen to that tomorrow yeah. on the no. way to work. Check it out while it's in theaters. Uh, I think it had a four and a half million budget and it opened to thirty point five million. That's pretty so, nuts. And yeah, he, he wasn't expecting it, and I think they're all very happy about it. Good. So I hope he keeps making movies. He seems to really be into that. And it's. I mean, this is this is a different horror movie. Absolutely. You know? And Absolutely. I think that's really cool. It's it's really funny. And it gets to kind of the core of horror movie year. Did you? Of you already idea. saw it. Yeah, I went and saw it today. Oh, awesome! It gets to the core of what I really love about horror movie yearbook, where they like this movie is very much influenced by a cultural experience. Like it's it's looking at racism through the lens of horror, yeah. which is it works beautifully. Mm. Right on, so. man. Yep. Good deal. Well, thanks again, everybody, for listening along and watching. If you are watching us on Twitch or YouTube and maybe Facebook, or do we not get to Facebook? No, not yet. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But anyways, thanks again. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace signs to the cameras. Peace. Deuces. Deuces, everybody. Deuces.